Last week, I talked about everything I know about Curry. The thing is, it wasn't everything I know. Curry is just too big a topic to cover in one post. I don't even know if I'll be able to cover all I want to cover in two posts, but we'll see. So if you haven't listened to everything I know about Curry Part 1 from last week, I would suggest you go back and check that out before listening to today's post. Now, as we all know, when you build a house, you start with a solid foundation. Using that metaphor, I would say that last week we poured a concrete slab, let it sit over the last seven days, and today we are pouring the concrete walls for the basement. What I'm trying to say is that listening to this post isn't going to make you a curry master. Hell, I'm definitely not a curry master. What it will do is build on the information from last week and add to your foundational knowledge of curry. That foundation will make it easier for you to explore the wonderful world of curry in even more depth. Today our focus is going to be on actual cook, actually cooking curries. We're going to take a look at one classic curry, butter chicken. Uh, when broken down into its individual parts, it should help to illustrate the points I made in part one. So let's get to it. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And this is Everything I Know About Curry, Part 2. By far one of the most famous Indian dishes is butter chicken. It's made up of two main components, the chicken and the sauce. Now to fully understand these two elements, we need to first take a look at the origins of the dish. The origins of butter chicken, also known as merg makini, or makani, makini sauce? I think it's makini. Butter chicken as we know it isn't some ancient Indian dish. On the contrary. It was actually born out of the 1950s. Essentially, in Delhi, there was a restaurant owned by three partners. They were trying to come up with ways to save money and reduce costs. One of the partners, the one who was mostly in charge of the food, realized that at the end of the night, they always had tandoori chicken left over. This chicken would be pretty dry by closing time, and so was generally thrown away. After some thought, this partner decided to put the chicken in some tomato gravy overnight. The gravy was a combination of tomato, spices, and cream. The next morning, the partner heated up the chicken and the sauce and found the chicken to be tender and even more delicious than it had initially been. With a few tweaks, butter chicken was born. Now with that in mind, let's take a look at the two components of this dish. Tandoori chicken. Now although butter chicken is a very new invention, tandoori chicken has been around possibly thousands of years. At its core, tandoori chicken is chicken marinated in yogurt and spices and then roasted in a tandoori oven. The spices used to marinate the chicken vary by region but generally are referred to as tandoori masala. Basic tandoori spice blend includes cardamom, cloves, chili powder, fenugreek leaves, turmeric, ground cumin, and ground coriander. If you want the recipe, go to howtonotburnshit.com. It's, it's, it's there today. Uh, to make tandoori chicken, you would take three tablespoons of onion, ginger, and garlic uh, paste, which we know is kind of the base of most curries. We'd cook that in oil and then add the spices until they became aromatic. We would then mix this with about a half cup of yogurt um, and the juice of half a lemon. And then we would mix this with a dozen or so pieces of chicken uh, and then let that sit overnight to marinate. The chicken is then cooked on high heat, either on a barbecue or an oven. That's pretty much it. The chicken most typically used for butter chicken is boneless, skinless thighs. The thighs are better suited to this than breasts because they don't dry out nearly as much. This, there is an added bonus that thighs are generally cheaper than breasts. Having said that, this marinade works well on any piece of chicken or even whole chicken. Marinating with yogurt. So one thing you may notice about this is that the chicken is marinated in yogurt. 
This is common in Indian cuisine as well as Mediterranean cuisine. And not only for chicken, it works well with any kind of protein. Enzymes in the yogurt help to tenderize the chicken while imparting a nice flavor. It's the same idea as marinating chicken in buttermilk prior to making fried chicken. The spices. You may also have noticed that the spices were cooked briefly in oil with the onion and garlic and ginger prior to being added to the yogurt. This was done to open the spices, being able to draw out their naturally occurring oils, uh, which is where the flavor comes from. If we were using whole spices rather than ground, we wouldn't use any oil. We would simply toast the spices in a dry pan and then grind them. Um, this just doesn't work as well with ground spices, which have a tendency to stick and burn. Cook the spices on a moderate heat uh, and only until they start to release their smells. Okay, so this recipe for tandoori chicken is basically the starting point for butter chicken. The only additional element is the sauce. But before we get into that, I want to say that tandoori chicken is absolutely delicious on its own. I actually suggest making the chicken one night and having it for dinner by itself. Then the next day you can make the sauce uh, and have some butter chicken with the leftovers. This was how the dish came about anyway. Remember, you don't have to use chicken thighs or breasts for this. You can easily make a whole chicken with this recipe. Uh, and then just pick, an, pick off the excess meat um, and add that to the sauce the next day. Makini sauce, or butter chicken sauce. So there are a lot of variations to this sauce. Some, like the one I'm going to share with you, use cream to enrich it. Others use ground cashews. The thing about cashews is that they are much less expensive in India than they are here. Because of this, I tend to use cream. Now, some people feel very strongly about whether or not cashews should be used to make butter chicken. This is a very regional argument that sometimes has a lot of emotion behind it. So what I will say is that there is no one right way to make this dish. That is despite what some people will say. So the principles of butter chicken sauce. The principles of the excuse me, the principles of this sauce are the same basic curry principles I shared in part one of this post. We make a paste with the onion, garlic, and ginger. We cook that over a moderate heat and then add the spices. We then cook the spices until they become aromatic or start to release their smells. Then we add some tomato paste, cook that for a bit, and finally some liquid, in this case cream. What may seem odd to you is that so far we haven't seen or even mentioned butter. With that in mind, there are a few points I'm going to make. The term butter in this sense more than likely refers to the texture of the sauce as opposed to the actual butter. Having said that, in Indian cooking, the fat or cooking oil most commonly used is ghee, which is actually clarified butter. And finally, a little butter can be and sometimes is whisked into the sauce at the end of cooking to make it richer and creamier. This isn't always the case, though. Okay, let's take a look at the recipe. So for the sauce, you need uh, half of an onion, two cloves of garlic, a piece of ginger, a green chili, canola oil, butter, fenugreek leaves, tomato paste, uh, cashmere and chili powder, ground cumin, coriander, cardamom, water, whipping cream, fresh cilantro leaves, salt, pepper, and lemon juice. And essentially, I don't want to get into the recipe too detailed here, but you can check it out on the blog. But essentially... So it's the same basic idea. You make the paste with the onion, ginger, garlic. This time we're going to add the chili to it. You cook that. Then you add the spices. Um, then you add tomato paste. You cook that for a few minutes. Then you add the liquid. You cook that. And then it's done. We finish it with some fresh cilantro, lemon juice, and salt and pepper to taste. Now, add this sauce to the cooked tandoori chicken, and you have yourself some butter chicken. For a milder sauce, use less of the green chili. You know, that's the basic idea. Also, that classic butter chicken flavor is primarily coming from two ingredients, 
the fenugreek and the cardamom. Don't exclude those or this won't taste like butter chicken. The key to not having to add sugar to this is to brown the tomato paste. This will essentially caramelize it, drawing out the natural sweetness and sweetening the sauce. Do this before the water is added. Conclusion. I really hope that you take more away from this than just a butter chicken recipe. I used butter chicken as an example because you likely know what butter chicken is and probably have eaten it. You really should if you haven't. It's absolutely delicious. But I think it's important to give context to these principles. Putting knowledge in context is a good way uh, to learn, but it is no substitute for actually doing. So, make a curry. You can start with this one or something else, but keep the basic principles in mind. They'll stay pretty much the same across the board. Curry can be a very healthy and delicious way to jazz up your weekly meals. And I hope that this has helped you understand uh, curry better and has given you a bit of confidence to start playing with these ideas. That's what it's all about. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have a fantastic weekend. Um, I will be back on Monday with another great episode of Food and Five. And Monday is Monday, obviously. So that means it's 30 minutes or less day. And we're going to do some bangers and mashed with some mushroom gravy, I think. Yeah, we're going to do bangers and mashed with mushroom gravy in 30 minutes or less. So I'll show you how to do that on Monday. Um, Also, on a personal note, it is my wife's birthday today. And it also happens to be my birthday today. So I'm very excited about that. Yes, we share a birthday. I know that's weird. Uh, It's weird for us, too. So we're going to have a very nice meal this evening. And I'm going to post pictures of that. Uh, to my Facebook either later this evening or early tomorrow. Um, So if you want to see what the chef eats for dinner on his birthday, you can check that out. Um, Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And again, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and Facebook on Ben Kelly Cooks. Uh, If you want to read this post in written form, obviously that's how you read things, uh, or check out the recipes. Um, all written out for you. You can go to howtonotburnshit.com um, and this will be the first post that you'll see today or you can scroll through and find you know, uh, the post under the same name as this post. Anyway, again, thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you soon.